Welcome to Power Predictions. Here we discuss fantasy football and provide our professional insight on upcoming football games. My name is Gil and I am joined with Azad and Evan. Azad here. You can hear us from 8 to 9 p.m. every Tuesday night. Excited to be sharing our football knowledge with you and hope you enjoy this episode of Power Predictions. Hello, 88.9 The Bridge. My name is Gil and I am joined here with Azad and Evan for our pretty much first Power Predictions show of this year. We haven't had this group here in a while just because we've had different radio classes. Stuff's been getting mixed up, but we're excited to be talking about some fantasy football for you to hear today. Season's getting started up. We got the Cowboys-Bucks game tomorrow. We're not going to be talking about that because you're going to hear us on Tuesday at 8 o'clock like our show always is. Let's get into it. I think we're going to talk about just some great players, just a long-term investment for your fantasy team. Yeah, and I want to start with one player who um, who their, their, their value in fantasy just went up. It was uh, James Robinson after Travis and TNA got hurt with, didn't he? he? He got surgery on his foot or ankle or something. But, I mean, his workload wasn't going to be as much with, with Travis and TNA, but now that he's hurt, I mean, his workload's going to go up. He's going he's gonna to be a pass catcher. It's good for PPR. It's going to be, I think he's a good running back, too. I, I, think, he's, I think he's a great running back to trade for, and it's, it'd be good if you have him, I guess. Yeah, he was one of the waiver pickups of the year last year. He went off. He was very, rarely underrated, James Robinson was. Yeah, he, he was really good last year. Everyone thought he was going to be like a top five running back this year, and then somehow he just kind of disappeared for a while. But, I mean, he's going to be just as good as last year, in my opinion. Okay, and kind of just for like a general question, I know there's different views for everything. When do you guys think you should, if you're in a fantasy league, when do you guys think you should draft? Like right before the season starts, a week or two ahead, because a guy like James Robinson, if you drafted him what later, later round, still a great player, though, ETN, he goes out, that's a huge upside for you because you just got a great pick later in the draft. Yep. Zab, what do you like? Oh, I think that's a good point, Gil, but I think the perfect time to make your drafts is after the NFL draft because you already know where the star college players are going to head and before the NFL season, so there's like a couple-month period. Oh, really? Okay. So I'd say during that time, preferably like a week or two before the season, but just any time during that period, I would say it's pretty yeah. good to draft teams. Yeah. I would agree with this on. I think I think more like a week before. I mean, uh, two weeks is like fine, but I mean, our our league, for instance, we draft like a month before, and J.K. Dobbins got hurt, Sony Michelle got traded, so Damian Harris's stock went up, and Travis Antone got hurt. So all these all these players or all these teams that drafted these players in late rounds got kind of lucky. And sometimes that's the fun part about fantasy. You, you get a bit of luck going your way or unlucky going your way. But I do think that draft should be about a week to I think a week and a two weeks good just so that you can like make trades and stuff before the season starts yeah because you want to have some fair aspect to it but it's also kind of fun to say hey maybe pick up this guy you might get traded to a team that he'll have better stock at and now I say we go into just a little bit of who do you think you should trade for right now long term get him before he starts having killer games so you can have him on your team I'm gonna say this is a little bit of a gamble but the tight end I think who does it who has a lot of potential and his stock isn't extremely high because you, you already know they're the tight ends, the Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and the Darren Wallers. Those are the three main tight ends in football. And their stock's extremely high because there's not a lot of high reception tight end players. But I'm going to say Kyle Pitts is someone you're going to want to trade for. I th- he was picked fourth overall. He's a great tight end. He's on the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, at, yeah. Atlanta Falcons <laughs> and I think he's going to have a great season with Matt Ryan. And he, had, he played one preseason drive and he had a 35 yard reception. So. Yeah, I. I love I love Kyle Pitts. I don't have him in my league because I, I have George Kittle, one of the top three, I guess. But, I mean, he has so much upside. I mean, 
he is a huge he's a huge player. That's why he plays tight end. But he also runs like a four 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 five forty times. So he's gonna be faster than he's gonna be faster than linebackers and taller and bigger and stronger than these cornerbacks. And he's gonna be really hard to stop. And I, I, if they can use him well, I think they're. I think Atlanta's gonna have a great offense this year, and his stock and and he's gonna do really good in fantasy too. I mean, yeah, yeah. So let's I think Kyle Pitts is a good player to draft for. Let's say you do have like a Darren Waller though, or a George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, you name it. One of those top tight ends. Would you consider putting Kyle Pitts out of flex position weekly or no? Would it be a week on week off basis? Well, I think. I think ahead. yes. What, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think I think receivers have more potential just because tight end half their job is blocking and receiving. The only time they they can make a play is with um, catching the ball. So I think they have more opportunities, especially if you're doing PPR, you get one point per reception. I just think receivers have a higher value. Yeah, I, I would agree with that too. I think I do think receivers have better value in fantasy football. I mean, I will say Kyle Pitts is a good player, but I I don't I I don't think like I mean there's also a risk to him too. I mean he's he's never played an NFL game. Who knows how good he'll be mm-hmm. with. If you have someone like Travis Kelsey, obviously you should play them. Or a wide receiver like Amari Cooper or CeeDee Lamb who's proven themselves. I think you should start him over Kyle Pitts. Okay, here's one more question in the tight end position, then we can move on. Robert Tanyan, the tight end for the Green Bay Packers. He's got Aaron Rodgers back this year. It's going to be exciting for him to watch him again. Some people are overrating him. Some people are underrating him. What's your guys' stance? I think he can only go as far as Aaron Rodgers will take him. And Aaron Rodgers coming off this MVP season, I think Aaron Rodgers will have a great season. And I think Robert uh, Dunyan, you said, Gil? Tanyan. Tanyan. I think he will have a—yeah, it depends on Aaron Rodgers. I think he'll have a great season. I think I think he's going to do good. I mean, he had, he, had, he did good last year, lots of touchdowns last year. And I, I, th- I think he's going to be that player that he, I, I, I do feel like you may have to rely on him to get a touchdown to be able to get that fantasy value from the tight end spot. I mean, he's, he's going to be a good tight end if you don't really— have another tight end, but you should not. You shouldn't start him over the top three or T.J. Hawkinson. I think you should, I. I don't think he's better than those players, and I don't think he's going to be as consistent and reliable as those other players. Okay, awesome. I think those are some really good analytical stances right there. And I don't know, Robert Tanyan. He has had really good weeks, but he also kind of slowed down uh, towards the middle of the season, but picked it up at the end of the year. I say now we move on to one of the arguably most like essential positions at the running back spot. Um. I I think first of all I think uh, Gus Edwards now that J.K. Dobbins is hurt and um, the other uh, third string backup Hill I, I I don't know his name but he he also got hurt so Gus Edwards is gonna be carrying a pretty big workload and the Baltimore Ravens did pick up Le'Veon Bell but he's on the practice squad so I do think for the first couple weeks Gus Edwards is gonna get really good fantasy value and he would be a great player to start and I mean and most people don't have him in league so I mean you can go and try to pick him up. Too. I mean, he's he's a, he's a good player, and he's going to do good for lots of, lots of fantasy teams. Yeah, I have someone who's a little bit of a gamble because he's not definitely the the RB one right now. But Raheem Mostert has a low value, and I think he was very talented two years ago with the Fort ers Obviously, had a devastating injury last year, and I think potentially he could be a RB one this year. I know. I I love I love Raheem Mostert. He's so quick. He's so good at finding gaps. I mean, yeah. if if he if he gets if he just starts running and gets downfield, I mean, there's no one stopping him. He's so fast and. I, I, I do think I agree, and he's a great player. Yep. What do you guys think about expending a bench spot on a player like uh, Darrell Williams or Alexander Madison? Both two players who will be an RB2 on the respected teams, but if the RB1, like let's say Clyde Edwards, gets hurt, then that provides a super good opportunity for someone like Williams to get a lot of rushing yards, and you can pick them off the free, pick them off waivers. Yeah, I mean, I've, I look at Williams and. I mean, you think of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He was pretty. He's pretty banged up last year, and 
they really used that. Um, they, they really used. I feel like they used their second running back a lot, and I do feel like he's going to get a lot of playing time. But Madison, I do think Dalvin Cook came off of a couple great years. I don't really see him. I don't really see him getting that much playing time, and I don't think he's worth it in fantasy unless you're in like a 16-person league or like a 32-person league. But I, yeah, I, I do think besides that, you yeah. probably shouldn't have him on your team. Yeah, I agree with Evan on that point. Okay, awesome. What position do you guys want to move on to now? Any honorable mentions for picking up guys right now? I have an honorable, a couple honorable mentions for wide receivers that have, you know, their high risk, high reward. I think Cortland Sutton is one of them. He had a great season two years ago. He was a great waiver pickup for the Denver Broncos. He was injured last year, and I think there's a chance he's the wide receiver one on that team, and I think they could do uh, great things with that team. And I'm also going to say Kenny Galladay, who was also hurt yesterday, traded to the Giants. One of the best 50-50 ball players in the NFL. And with his size and strength, I think, and his like um, his value in fantasy, I think you can get him up for a good deal. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. And I think another player is, in my opinion, it's Michael Pittman. He's the number one receiver for the Indian, Indianapolis Colts. I, the thing is, I don't know how he's going to perform, but they didn't name him as number the number one receiver for the Colts. So, like, I mean, if you can always get a number one receiver, you should probably take him on your team, especially at such low value. You, you could trade him for practically nothing, and you'll be, you'll be able to get him, and he can have a good year. And I think another player is Jacoby Myers. I mean, he's on the New England Patriots, and he really shined at the end of the year, in my opinion. I mean, Cam Newton was throwing him the ball like almost 50% of the time, and he, he really stepped up for the Patriots, and I picked him up last year, and it was, he helped my team out a lot. But I, I do think now that they added some tight ends, and Mac Jones is in uh, QB. It's gonna be a pretty big risk, cause I, I mean he has he has Mac Jones, a different quarterback, and lo- lots more weapons on this offense than they did last year. So I think he's a good pit. He's a good bench player to see how he does throughout the year. Yep. And just to go back to Pittman, what do you think? I mean, just another season, another quarterback for the Colts, Carson Wentz. But as we know, he's gonna be injured in Week One with QB troubles in Indianapolis. What do you think about Pittman? Like that could be a re- real worry for most fantasy managers. Yeah, I would agree. I don't, I don't, I don't know how like the different quarterbacks will work with him. I mean, Carson Wentz just got traded, and yeah, so that's a good point. I, I don't know how he's going to do with each receiver. And that's why I don't think you should start him in the first couple weeks. I mean, if you start him, that's a big risk. It's a big risk reward. He can get, he can get you a touchdown or two. But I do think that you should see him on your bench and see how he shines with other quarterbacks and how he's going to start to play a role on this offense because they're going to be a pretty run heavy offense with. Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines and a, a good uh, offensive line. But I, I do think when they throw the ball, it's going to go mostly to him. And, yeah, that's yeah, about Yeah, definitely. Now I say we go to probably our last position until we wrap it up here. Quarterback. I know there's a lot of quarterbacks right now on the market. You can trade, but you're probably going to have to give up some good pieces. What about some of not the top guys, but maybe a guy who's going a little under the radar that you could pick up for cheap? I would say Ryan Fitzpatrick. On the Washington Redskins, uh, they they have lots of offense weapons with Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, and I think that's it. But my point is, is that last year he played for the Dolphins and he was kind of splitting time with Tua because they they think Tua is going to be like a franchise quarterback. But I do think he's a good pick off pick up off the waiver wire. I mean, he he'll get you he'll get you guaranteed points. He's he's never going to blow a five point. He's never he's never going to have five points in a game and blow your and blow your uh, week out. But he, he'll definitely get you around fifteen to twenty points a game. He's pretty consistent. Yeah, I'm going to go for a rookie quarterback who doesn't, you know, people don't always love rookie quarterbacks, but this rookie class has a lot of potential. And I'm going to say someone who Tony Romo thought would be in the top three, top five discussion for quarterbacks very soon. I'm going to say Zach Wilson. 
He's a very talented uh, quarterback for the New York Jets. For the New Jersey Jets, New York Jets, yeah, New York Jets, New York Jets, and <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take him. He, I think he could turn that organization around. And even though he doesn't have a ton of talent around him, I think after watching him in preseason, after watching him in the training camp, I think he's got great accuracy. He's got great movement, and I think he's very. I think he'll be a great player this yeah, year. Yeah, and I also think he's gonna be better with Corey Davis. People have Corey Davis at like top 10 wide receiver this year like some bold predictions like that and yeah I, I would agree with that I do think Zach Wilson will be good I also think Mac Jones will be good and I, I do think Justin Fields I wouldn't pick him up in fantasy but I do think if, if he does end up starting it towards the end of the season I do feel like he's gonna be a good quarterback for the Chicago New Jersey uh, Jets though I might have to start lobbying for that I like the ring to that New Jersey Nets That'd be sweet. But I'm, I'm going to go on to my last question. We got Teddy Bridgewater, and we also have Drew Locke competing for a QB position in the Broncos organization. I know we were talking about Cortland Sutton, also another name on that team, Jerry Judy. What I wonder what's going to happen here, because Drew Locke, he didn't have many weapons to work with last year. He did fine, but the Broncos haven't had a great season in a while. Yeah, well, no, I think the Broncos have lots of offensive talent. Is that what you think? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, I think Teddy Bridgewater, after earning, you know, obviously people know him for when Drew Brees got hurt. He came in, won like six games straight. He went to the, um, I'm blanking, he went to the Panthers last year. Yeah. And he, and he did a great job. Yep. So I'm going to, I think he's going to, he deserves it over Drew Locke. Yeah, so kind of a journeyman there, but. Uh, that's thank you for answering that Zod and I think that wraps up our power predictions just a short introduction episode it's great to see everyone again and hope to see you on Tuesday 8 o'clock p.m. next week for power predictions